Al Anderson Afternoons, the podcast. Joining us now on the phone is an area farmer, Sam. Sam, good afternoon. Yes. You heard uh, what your Reeves said there. Is that what you're seeing on your property, on your land? Yes, everything's underwater. Everything? Pretty much. How many acres, Sam? Uh, we probably got about 10 quarters. Wow. Yeah. And so um, you sound really dejected, and I, and I understand that. This must be really frustrating, eh? Sure is. Yeah. Um, uh, what have you got seeded? What have you, and I suppose you just finished seeding too, eh? Yes, last week. Wow. We what have you got seeded? Uh, we put some corn in and uh, some oats for feed, hopefully for our livestock, because our hay fields are crap, because we were flooded last year and everything was covered with ice when it froze. And uh, so we figured we'll put some stuff in for Greenford for feed, and now that's basically going to be done. Done. Like there's no chance to get back out there when it dries up a bit and, and reseed? No, it'll be too late. It doesn't drain here very good. The provincial drain is supposed to have been cleaned. Uh, we were promised uh, when the NDP government was still in. They did part of it three years ago. And the part they did do, instead of making it a five-meter bottom, they were back a drain. It's only a three. The other part, nothing was done to it since it was restructured in 1979. Last fall, they cut some of the weeds out. And that's about it. So uh, for people listening here in Winnipeg and elsewhere that aren't familiar with what you're talking about, explain a little bit what, what this drain is. Explain how that works. Well, it's a provincial drain. It's supposed to take uh, water to the river, and the municipality has drains that lead up into it uh, for draining farmland and ditches alongside roads and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And you've talked to other farmers down there. Are they sort of in the same boat? Pardon the pun. I didn't mean to say that, but, I mean, it, it, you do need a boat right now, don't you? Just about, yeah. <laughs> Everybody's in the same situation. And then, you know, the government will say, well, there's crop insurance. Well, if you get flooded and have crop failure for a few years in a row, your premium keeps going up and your payment keeps getting less and after a little while you pay more in premiums than what you get paid back so there's no use in having it yeah crop insurance is is in the case of an emergency not an every year thing right well it's you do take it a lot of guys take it every year uh like i said we haven't had it for a few years because it's it's worthless to us yeah you mentioned livestock. You you uh, so you you're you're getting hit at that end too, right? Because we've talked to uh, people with livestock on the air before, and the challenges that that you're dealing with as a as a producer on that front. Yeah, first of all, in uh, prices dropped in February when COVID come around, stock markets crashed, so everything else went to crap, and and now now flooding and we were flooded last fall like i said and uh we got water coming from piney's municipality into our steward burn here and uh basically we're holding cell because on the steward burn franklin municipal line there's a big road there with a dike and only one or two culverts in it letting it go into the other rm so yeah we're like a duck pond 
So what do you do now, Sam? What, what's are you, are you throwing your hands in the air? Uh, what, what can you do, I guess, eh? I don't know. We just have to wait and see what happens, I guess. It would be nice if the provincial government would get its act together and uh, help the people out in this area and uh, solve some of these problems instead of when there is a disaster and I do issue EMO money every when they do do it, uh, just fix the problem and there would be no more need for EMO. Mm-hmm. How many years has water been a problem like this? You mentioned last year. I remember that. Uh, has it been an ongoing problem over the years? Uh, since the beginning of the 90s, it started and it's been getting worse. There's more, I guess, drains coming in or in, and drains not maintained. And then the municipality can't do theirs because the provincial ones aren't done. And it's just a snowball effect. Yeah. And uh, you said you had 10 quarters. That That's, I mean, that's a lot. And you're saying it's all done. Well, pretty much high spots are sticking out, but there's water on every one of them. You know, mm. it's not all open. There's bush. There's Some of it's in pasture. Yeah. It's hayland. But mm-hmm. it's, yeah, how many grow- Yeah. How many growers, how many farmers down there do you think are impacted like this? Well, to tell you the truth, there's becoming less and less of us. Um, I'd say from sundown south to Vita, south of the 201, there's, oh, I don't know, maybe a couple dozen or so, maybe more. There's a few little guys, you know, they work out and have a couple animals here and there type thing, but anybody that's doing their basic living off of that, you know. And if this happens every year, I mean, at some point, you lose your your drive, right? Your your passion for for what you're doing. Are you, are you getting? I I really sense the. Fr- I don't know you, Sam, but I'm really right. sensing the frustration in in your voice. You, you, do you think that you know some of the people that are affected the way you are down there? Maybe you as well are are saying that's it. We we can't keep doing this. Well, it gets to a point that yeah. When do you say is enough is enough? Mm-hmm. Well, Sam, I know it's a tough time, and I, I really appreciate you taking a few minutes to talk to us because I think it's important we get the message out there, and I, I, I really do appreciate you taking a few minutes. Thank you. Hey, uh, yeah, thank you. Joining us on the phone now, the co-founder of the Bear Clan Patrol, James Fable. James, good afternoon. Good afternoon, Hal. Thanks for having me. No, thank you for doing this. I really appreciate it. You know, this uh, these three words, defund the police, that have been talked about, well, uh, everywhere for uh, longer, but in, in Winnipeg, in Manitoba here of late, um, you know, for many it means different things, but uh, Devon Clunas, who's been on our air, former Winnipeg police chief, says for him it means moving money around, maybe taking money that was uh, earmarked for police and using it to help organizations in the community like yours. And uh, between myself and my producer, Cam, we talked to a lot of those community organizations today, and and they didn't want to talk, but you are here to talk. So I I really appreciate you doing this because the uh, Premier, we just uh, had him on his news conference live, and he was asked about... uh, 
you know, what defund the police might mean in, in Winnipeg and in Manitoba. And he says it's going to take a lot of research, a lot of diligence, and a lot of dialogue. So I think we need to talk about this. Have you given it any thought if you were able to get more money uh, that would have in the past gone to police but might go to Bear Clan in the future? Have you thought how that uh, might help you do more of what you do? Well, I mean, I've been thinking about the money issue for, you know, six years with respect to Bear Clan Patrol, not necessarily taking it from the police, but it's got to come from somewhere. And I don't believe that, you know, um, saying that, you know, defunding the police, whether it's a good idea or not, will be determined downfield. Um, right now, we need to prop up social services that are assisting, um, you know, the Winnipeg police. And, and it's not just Bear Clan. I mean, there's so many other organizations out there. Uh, that need supports, uh, sustainable funding. Like we, we've never had sustainable funding and I, I don't see it coming anytime soon, but that's something that we're always striving for. I, I am, uh, I am of the opinion that poverty needs to be addressed and that the mental health issues that my fellow community members are going through, um, all those things need to be addressed. Some of it we can handle, some of it we cannot, you know, and, and it, Taking away, like, that's what we started. This is the whole reason why Bear Clan started was to uh, take some of the pressure off of the Winnipeg police, taking on the non-policing issues. Uh, Devon Kunis is actually a, one of our directors on, on, with the Bear Clan, okay? And so when he came out in 2014 and in, like, November and asked that uh, community organizations step up and take on the sociological issues related to communities and, and uh, the mental health kind of issues, we were already... That's what, that was a, why we started in the first place. So it's, we kind of came up at the same time with that mentality. And, and we're, we've always been uh, trying to expand on that since we started. And Clunas has said that, that, you know, defund the police doesn't mean taking necessarily taking all the money away from the police and us not having police anymore. It means taking some more money and putting it to the root causes of some of the issues that we're dealing with, crime and, as you mentioned, poverty. That 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 can't be a bad thing to at least look at, eh? That, absolutely. And, again, I can't stress it enough that uh, mental health supports. Um, in my community, I see it every day that there's so much, uh, there's so many people with, with mental health issues that are going unchecked. They're not getting the help that they require. These are people that, with the right uh, attention, can, can get their feet back under them and, and get back out there and and be you know contributors to to our community but they're they're just the resources aren't there and so they're they're stifled i'm you know my house on stella between mckenzie and mcgregor every day i come outside and there's a guy sitting there on two concrete blocks uh, sketching you know um this is a gentleman that, that can use support can use help and and he could be productive and and you know brought back into the fold as it were but without those supports in place you know he's he's left to languish and and he's drawing pictures beside my fence mm -hmm. is too much of your day james spent chasing money to do the good work that you guys do at bear clan is your time better spent than because you talked about you know not having uh ongoing sustainable uh funding how much of your day are you are you chasing that buck to try and do what well, you do and that's the, the lucky thing for me is that I have, I have a solid board of directors that helps with those kinds of issues. So, you know, granting applications are coming to me and I'm forwarding them on uh, to directors that are, have the skills to do the grant writing, the proposal writing and things like that. Um, I leave that for them. My, my responsibility is to, to the community, to my community, to address the needs that are going on, the food distribution. You know, I, 
I've worked very hard over the last three and a half years to get that food distribution program up to where it is today. Um, we're serving almost 300 people a day, and there's 400 hampers going out every Wednesday right now. And these are things that I'm very proud of. Um, I'm, uh, I'm newly elected to the Ashoka Fellowship, and there are ways for us to uh, secure sustainable funding through that organization. And I'm working with, uh, with members of the Ashoka Fellowship to actually secure those, those sustainable funding. So right now, I, I'm not spending a huge amount of time doing fundraising, but I, I see my role changing, and that will become something that I'm going to be doing. If a big bag of money were to plop on your desk and, and government, whatever level or all levels, said, this is yours to get out there and use to do good, what what could you use that money for, James, through Bear Clan? The, the reality is that we have, we have a pool of about 2,000 uh, volunteers. If I could uh, lure some of them away from their current employment and employ them with us doing those mental health supports. Uh, again, like I've, I've said it for a long time, that we need social workers walking around in the community to see the things that we see on a daily basis so that they can start helping these people that we're coming across that are, you know, addicted, that are homeless, that are, that are struggling with uh, mental health issues. We're seeing it every day. I know where it is. I know where to find it. I just don't know how to deal with it. I'm not, I'm not qualified to do that job. I would love to be able to hire people to do those jobs, have them in our groups with us, so that when we go out, we are prepared with all of those resources on hand. It's always been, you know, we're always chasing our tail. We're trying to, we're trying to, uh, we're out there in the streets. We come across people that have issues. We're trying to secure the resources the following day. It's too late by then. We need to be able to do it in real time. And police really aren't equipped to deal with that sort of stuff either, either are they? Well, no, they, they, they're not, that's not their job. And again, that's why we took on those sociological issues pertaining to our, our community, you know, so that they could focus on the job of, of, you know, that they have. And, and, you know, we can be mutually supportive as long as we're all, you know, kind of working in the same direction. How are things going right sense. now at Bear Clan? James, how are things going right now at Bear Clan? The weather's, well, it's not that great today, but the weather's been nicer, and typically that might mean more activity out there. What, what are you seeing? How are, are you s- still seeing lots of needles? Give us a bit of a Bear Clan update. We are, uh, we're trying to recover from the COVID uh, uh, restrictions, so the patrols are coming back. They're coming back slowly, but they are coming back. All five communities that we're serving here in Winnipeg are, are seeing the patrols happen again. One of the problems we're having right now is like our West End Patrol uh, typically is based out of the University of Winnipeg, but we, we don't have access to that building right now. So they're meeting up, you know, out of the back of Buddy's car, you know, but, but we'll get through it. Um, again, the patrols are coming back and, and the food distribution is going and, and we're, we, we never, we never stop the food distribution. The, I got, as soon as I get off the phone with you, I'm off the harvest to pick up a couple of pallets of produce and, and things like that. So. The work continues. We are here, and we're going to be here to help support our community. We were there to help with the uh, the Black Lives Matter protest on Friday. Um, we're we're still doing, it and we're going to continue. What were you doing at the rally? Uh, we were being support uh, for the organizers uh, at the last moment. Uh, somebody who had offered to do security pulled out, and so we we got in. Hmm. You know, you talk about you know you talk about that food distribution. You know, three three four hundred people's <clears throat> lives have been changed because of that, um, which is which is a day, which is uh, pretty incredible when you think about it. You know, like if you put your mind to it, what difference 
all of us can make in the community? What what can all of us do? What can we do as individuals? Give us a give us a hand with this, James, because you kind of well, got it figured out. I don't know if I've got it figured out, but I've got a I've got a working plan. Anyway, um, we need the, the paradigm. There needs to be a paradigm shift. People need to uh, shift their the way they think. And instead of, you know, looking at it as a problem that, that is beyond them, something that they can't support, then, you know, we need to shift that towards this is something that I can help with too. We, we are always taking donations of uh, pantry items, dry goods, canned goods, um, you know, juice, uh, water, things like that. People, now that things are, are getting back to normal, we can take those kinds of donations. We also have a Canada Helps um, funding platform that is going gangbusters for us and bringing in the money that we need to help sustain us and things like that. I, I think, again, as I said, I think the most important thing to take away is that this is not a problem that, that's for somebody else to deal with. This is a problem for us to deal with as collectively, as a community, as a city, as a, as a province, as a nation. We need to collectively start thinking about how we can support. And there, there is myriad ways for us to support these good things that are going on in the community, and we just need to step up and start doing it. Are you optimistic uh, of late, and uh, the rally is a good example of it, are you optimistic that there has been a change in people's minds out there? Um, well, I think this has brought light to, uh, to a systemic issue that we've been talking about for decades. And, and yes, I am, I, am, I am always optimistic. Otherwise, I wouldn't be doing the work I do. I know that this can be overcome. I know that we can do better. And so I'm going to keep doing what I do. The people around me are going to keep doing what they do because we are getting something done here. There are changes coming, and we're going to be part of it. We want to be ahead of the curve, not behind it. James, we're lucky to have you in Bear Clan, and thanks again for your time. I know you're a busy man. Yes, sir. Thank you. Hal Anderson Afternoons, the podcast, is available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and anywhere you find your favorite podcasts.